Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, would you please welcome your hosts for the next episode of the City Sausage Podcast. It's Mike, Squeaky McLean, and Nige, Wingman Lucas. Cheers, Ernie. Oh, Ernie does a cracking job, doesn't he? Love you. Oh, very consistent. And can we just say he is available for voiceovers if there's any big company out there? Are you his agent? No, but I'll still take 20%. Right, hold on tight. This is what's coming up in today's podcast. We'll be chatting all things David Silver. We'll be having the top 10 things David Silver's going to miss about Manchester when he leaves. We're going to be catching up with Mr. Stato, Big Lou, ahead of the West Ham game. We'll also be chatting to the man that didn't get the number two position after Arteta left. It's Brian Kidd. Hope he's not bitter. Ex-Man City and West Ham player Ian Bishop joins us on City Sausage. And we have got time in the show, Nige, for one of the biggest interviews you're ever going to do. Go on. Ilkay Gundogan is going to be on the show. Pep's first signing? Yeah, we've got time. There's time in the show for you to interview him. I hope so. Looking forward to that later on the podcast. But first, Nige, press the button. No, the other button. No, the one to the side of it. We've had an email. We've had an email. Dear Mike and Nige, love, love, love the podcast. It's a lot of love. Three loves, then. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's good, then. Um, like you guys, I've recently lost my job. Oh, oh. Right. I've just spent all my money buying a new lamp. Is there any chance that you can get me just the one ticket for the next home game? Yours, Kaza. Oh. Nah. Email us, contact at citysausage.com. So, first of all, we've got to apologise from the last podcast. Yeah, okay, yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, there were a couple of people who uh, who weren't too happy with uh, Ian Brightwell's language. Well, if they think that's bad, we've got Ian Bishop on today's show. And he's a scouser, so uh, <laughs> yeah. get, ready for, get ready for more offensive words. Yeah, listen, they come on, we can't control what they say, so... No. And if you were offended, tough. Yeah. So, we are talking all things City in this podcast, like we always do. Wembley... Wembley. So we're back. We're the famous Man City, and we're back at Wembley. We're back at Wembley playing uh, playing Aston Villa in the Carnival Cup final. Yeah. Do you know what? Never get sick of Wembley. Uh, first of all, congratulations, to Aston Villa. Yeah, amazing. You know what? I'm glad we're playing Aston Villa. I'd rather have, if I could have picked, I'd rather play Aston Villa at Wembley than Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. And the, and to get that goal in that last minute, like they did. M6 is going to be busy though. Not for me. I live in London, okay. so I'll just get the tube. Right. But you can stay at mine if you want. Is that all right? Of course, you know it has. You don't have to ask. You don't, okay. There's always room for you. Lovely. You're not going to bring your dog, are you? No, no. All right. There's definitely room for you. Um, first of all, let's chat about that. Um, you like Wembley, don't you? Love Wembley, me. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's that chat over and done with. He just, nah, he just loves Wembley. Okay, brilliant. brilliant. No. <laughs> Uh, right, we'll also be chatting about the winter break because the winter break's happening and, and I think it's great because the one man that could be back after the winter break, Leroy Sane. Exactly, amazing. Do you know, the thing is with Sane, he's top. He's a brilliant player. He, he, he skips past players for fun. But we've not had that. We've, we've got a strong bench, don't get me wrong. You look at the bench sometimes and you just think, wow. Yeah. But when you've got someone like Leroy on the pitch, he is a complete... Game changer. Massive game changer. But are we going to have him next season? Is he going to go back to Germany or is he going to stay? What, what, what do you reckon? don't know. I, I, I can't. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't know. So I've had, I've had some inside gossip right. saying that the deal's already done. Mm, don't That's know. what I've heard. Because of the change of manager, 
I yeah. just don't know. I don't think anyone is as confident as the as the. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what I'm on about it. No, you <laughs> don't. You don't. Don't, don't worry. I'll pick up the baton and I'll. I'm go. sorry, mate. Don't worry. You used to be. I, good. I, I'm not a pundit, me. I know, but you just look at him right, and I I think yeah, you're absolutely right. He's a cracking player. Yeah. And w- there was that period where he went, and he was he was just blowing defenders away. Yeah, amazing. And then for me, he had a little bit of a sulk because he wasn't in the side. And that's when his form dipped. And there was a couple of times when I watched closely and I could see Pep sort of shouting at him. And But then again against Burnley, remember the game against Burnley where we won 1-0? Mm. I was there with my two boys and we watched. And he was making runs that Shevchenko wasn't delivering the ball to and he was getting frustrated. And I can sort of see why he was getting frustrated. Mm, he's such a good player though. This is the thing. He's too good to sit on the bench. But when you've got... And the thing is as well, when you're young, your mentality is a little bit different. Completely. You want to play every minute and you do sulk when you're younger. Yeah, of you do. You. He'll grow out of that. I hope he grows out of it at City because I think he's an amazing footballer. And uh, I think he's, you know, if he stays at City, I think his career will, will I think his career will grow better than if he plays over in, in Germany because the quality in the Premiership, it's, it's, it's just miles better than that German league. You said you weren't a pundit. You did well then. Yeah, well, there's two teams in Germany, isn't there? Well, maybe three, but the Premiership is a much better league. Great punditry. Thank you, mate. Next on the show, something Mike's been going on about all week. You've been looking forward to this. Very very important for me. You spent a lot of time, not only on your research here, but also on a, a catchy title. Yeah, say it nice. It's time for TTTDSW. M W H L M. Do you know what it stands for? Go on. Top 10 things David Silva will miss when he leaves Manchester. There we go. In at 10. It's the weather, the rain. He's going to miss the rain. He's going to go back to Lanzarote. He's going to be roasting. It's not going to be damp. He's going to miss that. He's a proper mank. Uh, number seven, the mank sense of humour. Self deprecating. That's what we are. We're great. We're great people. We love a laugh. You don't get that in the sunshine. You don't. Uh, number eight, Manchester Library. He loves a book. Does he? Oh, mate. I've. I, I must have bumped into about seven or eight times in, in, in the last two weeks at Manchester Library. He's always there. Always there. At number seven, the Asda. One of the biggest Asdas ever across the road from the training ground. It must be hard training when you know Asdas over there with all them goodies in. He gets everything there. He gets his fruit and veg, his chicken. <laughs> he gets everything there. Uh, and he gets his clothes as well. Uh, number six, the Hat Museum in Stockport. Who doesn't like a Hat Museum night? Is he always in the Hat Museum? Mate, yeah, of course he is. And at number five, he's going to miss this noise, passing his house every night. Because the signings are different, aren't they, in Spain? Yeah, and, and they, they're very popular in Longsight, and that's where he lives. <laughs> there we go. At number four, Rush on the Curry Mile. Loves a curry. Who doesn't? Mate, you've got to be stupid. If you don't like a curry, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> uh, number three... It's the Cheetah Mill, where he gets his bargains and his copies. And you know, you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> he loves a bargain. Loves a bargain. He loves Cheetah Mill. Right. He loves Cheetah Mill. He'll miss that. At number two, he's going to miss Man City. Oh. And at number one, the one thing that David Silva is going to miss when he leaves Manchester, because let's face it, he's been phenomenal. It's us. It's you. It's the fans. The fans. He's going to miss the City fans. He will. The well. greatest fans in the world. And I know people come on and go, "Oh, my team are great." Man. No, you're not. No, you're not. It's official. I'll tell you what, mate. You've you've worked hard on that. You really have. Uh, so great title. T T T D S W M W H L M. Don't forget it. Catch it. Right. Okay. It's that time on City Sausage. It's our man, the man with the stats. It's Big Lou telling us all about the West Ham game. 
Hiya guys, how we doing? Are we okay? We're very good, Luke. We're very good. Where are you? You'll never guess. Have a guess. Uh, McDonald's? Yeah, I'm back in the bog again. <laughs> back in the bog again. Just by sheer coincidence, mate. It just works out, doesn't it? Because no one's staring at me in here. Do you use it like, do you use it like an office? I do, mate. I get free coffee. Well, don't, obviously, you probably shouldn't say that, but sometimes the girl who does the cleaning brings me a coffee, so it's just dead handy. Plug <laughs> sockets, all that sort of thing. It's dead easy. <laughs> Amazing. Right. What's not to like. Listen, hey, listen, it sounds like you've got it nailed over there. What, let, let, let's, let's start off with uh, head-to-heads, West Ham. What have you got for us? Right, mate. Head-to-heads over all the years, all the competitions, 111 games altogether. City, again, coming out on top with 57. Get in. Uh, they've lost 37 and drawn 17. So uh, they've come up trumps there. I've done some checking on the old played for both. Right. I've, I've, come out with some, I've come out with some standouts here. I, I, there's loads of players that have played for both, but here's, here's three names that are, are, are big with both clubs. Really. Stuart Pearce, right. obviously, you know, player, manager, and he's, he's I mean, that's sort the of thing. Uh, Pablo Zabaleta, oh, what a legend. What, honestly. Still a legend, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Absolute. We, we love him, don't we? We love him. And then and then here's a name that that gets every City fan going, and it, and everyone loved the guy, Mark Vivian Foley, do you know what oh. I mean? Honestly, for both. 23. I know, shocking. Mm, Very, very sad, but yeah, what a player. Played for both teams. Didn't want to mention that, but, you know, he needs to be applauded and remembered and uh, worshipped. Absolutely, and he will be forever, rightly so. Nice one, Lou. Hey, what about Moisey as well? I know, yeah. I know, he hasn't got a clue, has he? You know what I mean? (laughs) Hasn't got a clue, bless him. Looks the part, hasn't got a clue. Brilliant. Right, listen, what about celebrity connections, celebrity fans? Well, here's one. I've, I've, I've done this right. So, this is weird, this right. Russell Brand. Right. Ray Winston, Danny Dyer, Lennox Lewis, and James Corden, right? <laughs> they they have got a, a little club called Celebrity Hammers. Right. There's others involved as well, right? But they're like the mainstay of it. I, they're all they're all pretty hard apart from Corden. How do you reckon Corden? Imagine bumping them in a minibus. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he said that they'd all be singing, wouldn't they? It was all in a minibus. They'd be taking turns doing karaoke. <laughs> um, but by coincidence, right? They they meet up every home game, right? Right. In, in the the blind beggar pub, you know where the craze uh, ended. One of those guys. Is this a don't quote me? Yeah, this is a don't quote me. For God's sake, don't quote me because I mentioned the craze in that age. Do you know what I, mean? <laughs> I could get in serious bothery. I could get in visiting the night. Hey, what's your kneecaps, pal? You know what ones are? I've only got half writers in my right knee as it is. So, <laughs> um, so they meet every own game right. in the Blind Beggar pub. I think it was George Cornell. George the Hat Cornell got ended there. And they meet there every own game before the game and they, they, they go for a massage in a men's club around the corner first. Don't quote me. And then me. you go, honest, don't quote me. No, don't. Jelly deals, they have jelly deals with Mash before every game. <laughs> and then after the game, they can be seen driving around in a Toyota Previa singing away recording. I mean, ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous, you know what I mean? Amazing. Don't quote you, though. Don't quote me ever. It's not when it's the Cray Twins, no. <laughs> right, but listen, Big Lou, it's great to have you back. It's great to be great back to doing City yeah, Sausage. Voices, boys. You know and, I mean? and, and, and we'll speak to you soon. You certainly will. Take it easy. It's the winter break now, but we're not having one. No, I I never get a break, mate. (laughs) If it wasn't for the toilet in McDonald's, I'd never get to sit down. (laughs) I tell you what, but don't quote me for God's sake. Okay, speak to you soon. 
So it comes to that part of the show, Nige, where we speak to the man that literally is the glue that holds City together. Mr. Brian Kidd. Let's dial him now. It's ringing, ringing, Nige. Hello. Hello, it's uh, Mike and Nige again from the City Sausage Podcast. Hope you're well, Mrs. Kidd. Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, just wondering if we could uh, have a quick chat with Brian. Brian? Yeah, your husband. Okay. Hang on, I'll just shout him. He's got telly on. It's very loud. Brian? 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 What? It's them lads again. I've got time. I'm watching Love Island. They're recoupling. Bring them back. Get them to back tomorrow. All right. Hello? Hello? I'm sorry, love. It's watching Love Island, the, the, the recoupling. Uh, well, should we ring back tomorrow? You, you know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother, no, because there's two new girls going in. Right, so when should we ring back? Bye-bye. Uh, hello? Right, <laughs> who had him down in the Love Island fan? <laughs> no, who'd have thought it, Brian? Keep no watching way. Love Island. Mad. Yeah, he's a big Love Island fan. <laughs> yeah, I bet bikini. he watches that X on the beach. It's them bikinis, isn't it? Yeah, I bet he's got one on. Nice little I've just found on YouTube. Yeah, let me play this. Well, they've had continual problems at the back. Old Phil. Oh, Bishop. 3 0. Ian Bishop's first goal for Manchester City. May have won the derby for them already. What a dream. A scouser, Ian Bishop, still lives in Liverpool, has made his mark on the Manchester derby. And United were caught short at the back again. What a game that was. Oh, 23rd of September 1989. <laughs> I remember it was there, mate. <laughs> is that the buzzer? I think it is. Who is it? Who, who's that? Mike, no, it's Bishop. I've got a six pack. No way, we've just we were just talking about Ian Bishop. Coincidence that. Do you believe in coincidence? Yeah, uh, sometimes. Same as me, what a coincidence. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Come up, Bish. No way, Bish. Welcome to the flat, mate. How are you? Hello, mate. What's that smell? Yeah, that's Nigel. He's in the same underpants he's had on for the last two months. Oh, Jesus. As you, as you may, bless you. Me? We're going to stay at this place. I know, I know, I know, I'm sorry. Uh, Bish, take a sit down, sit down, mate. And uh, First of all, welcome and thanks for coming on to the City Sausage Podcast. First of all, how are you, Bish? I'm good, son, and you too? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're ducking and diving. Not too bad, mate, yeah, not too bad. Got over Christmas and we're ready, ready for the second half of the season now. Uh, yeah, I can see mate, you've still got your empties on the floor there. Yeah, they, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, New, New Year's Eve, that. That's embarrassing. Right? <laughs> uh, so, Bish, let's chat to you. Um, obviously, you, you know, everybody knows Ian Bishop, every game changer Bishop, as they, what they call him, because of the, yeah. the you know, the, the Gillingham. Because Nigel and I were talking and said, you basically changed the game, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, but we enjoyed this little chat. He, he said it to me afterwards, and, and straight away I came out when, yeah, I did change the game. It was nil nil when I came on. And we went 2-0 down. <laughs> you see? You see. <laughs> but let's go back to when you first came to City. I mean, you came from uh, Bournemouth. And I remember you. I mean, everybody does. You, the quality of passing a, of a ball is just phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, how did that move come about, Bish? What it was, mate. Um, they just been talking throughout the season. I'd had, I'd had one set. I remember playing at Dean Court against City and, and playing against Huey McNabb and thinking, what a player, like, you know, and... I think he scored the game winner that day. I'm not sure. I thought, you know what? What a, what a good way of playing. What a good team. 
I wouldn't mind that. But there was talk about the clubs. There was talk about Arsenal and Liverpool. And then it came to, I think, the second last game of the season, mate. And um, we were at Main Road, weren't we? Yeah. And I heard that there was managers in the crowd. They had no inclination about City's interest. I'll be honest with you. Probably Harry did, you know, a long time before me. But uh, I wasn't told. So I remember we went 3-0 down. And I thought, this isn't right, this. You know, we're playing fairly well here. Mm-hmm. And we've got it at half-time, 3-0 down. And what it was in the end, mate... Um, after the game, we ended up tying three each. And I sort of had a hand in a couple of the goals, you know. And, and I remember that day, uh, Trevor Morley, he sort of came for me and, and went over the top and snapped me. And I ended up asking him, like, later on, he said, well, you was running the show. Yeah. And I needed to do something. And I was just, <laughs> he was trying to get me out of the game, you know. Nicest I compliment up, ever. I ended up grabbing him by the throat during the game. Did you? And then, uh, Lo and behold, little did we know, he would score the goal at Bradford that possibly got me the move to Man City. It's amazing that, isn't it? Yeah, top. Um, I've got to mention that the 23rd of September, the 5-1 against Man United. Please do. <laughs> what was that like, Bish? Because I remember I was like in doing a summer season in North Wales, travelling back. And then when I saw that the players were out, because I remember we didn't have our first uh, goalkeeper, Clive Allen wasn't playing... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I just thought, oh, we're going to get absolutely tumped. What was it like before the game? Mate, we didn't think like that. It was to us. It was it, there was a fear factor. Don't get me wrong, um, but, but if you go out expecting to get beat, you shouldn't be putting your shirts on in the True. first place. True. Yeah. So you know, we looked at it, and and if you remember what happened, uh, we ended up having to go off the pitch. Yeah, there was yes. trouble. Crowd trouble. Eight minutes or something. Yeah, was it something like that? But that, for them first eight minutes, they'd come out the blocks. And it was one of them, oh, Jesus, what's going to happen here? But we went in, we sort of regrouped again. Don't forget, mate, we had some great players. We had some great young players. Yeah, you did, yeah. Leakey, Redmond. 21s, didn't we? So yeah. the lads were used to playing together. They played at a good level. You know, they, they'd held their own uh, the season before, got themselves promoted. Mm-hmm. So... You know, you, you come in, when, when teams do that and come up, you, you come up on a high. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you remember, well, my second spell, we just continue to win and feeling, you know? Yeah. So we come up on a high and then, you know, we go a goal up and it's like, okay, no, nobody feels it's done. Nobody feels, okay, you know, we, we're doing great here. Let's go on. Second one goes in and it's like, hold on a minute. They're not even, they're not even hitting us now, you know? Yeah. Creating things, I think I remember the, the commentator. I think it was Clive Tilsley, mate. When when I was watching it later on, that uh, you know he was saying how we pressed and and people think that that football today is where it started, you know. Started ages met, ago. Yeah, everybody, mate. We hustled. We got our foot in. You know, we won in second balls and knockdowns, and then <laughs> lo and behold, I go and get the third, don't I? Which I came about from. Sort of nothing really, one of their attacks. And I remember seeing Redo intercepting. And I'm thinking, hold on a minute, he's played a ball down the line. So it didn't really commit. Yeah. And then, and then I see David Oldfield just get there first. Now, if you watch it again, I start to speed up if I could speed up, which wasn't very quick. <laughs> but I went faster than, I went faster than my first bit. And then I sort of slowed down again to see where he was going to put it. And ended up, it was right in front of me. And, you know, I, I actually didn't even see the goal. 
until I watched it on telly. Good goal. Great so, goal. Well, if you watch it, yeah, but what happens if you look at it again? Trev doesn't even celebrate because he said, I should have left it for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But you played a killer ball. Was it you that played that killer ball to. For the fifth, yeah. For the fifth, yeah. That was the best goal, mate. For Andy Eastcliff. No, yeah, well, he you yeah, played yeah. it to uh, David White. That was a killer ball to White. One touch yeah. White into... Yeah. Inchcliffe, bang on the head, then, back of the net. The best bit about it is when he's holding the five fingers up to the kickbacks, mate. Yeah. yeah. I watch that now. I mean, I, I envy him that bit. I know minor Lakey's picture is, is synonymous with oh, that mate. game. But, yeah. You know, it's and, and I still love seeing it today. Forever, still, for, forever as well. That, 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 like you say, there's two iconic moments in, in in times we've battered United. One of them is holding up the five fingers, and then there's Jekyll holding up the six fingers at the six yeah, one as well. Yeah. Both those moments will just live forever in memory. I, I must admit, I wasn't happy when the six goal went in. No, I bet <laughs> you weren't. I bet you weren't. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I loved it. I loved everything about the game, and I'm thinking, just stay at five, please stay at five, <laughs> uh, and and it went in. And the thing I remember about that goal is, I think it was David Silva's volley. Oh, that was amazing. So that, that pass itself deserved the goal, you know? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Bish, Bish, um, for me, you weren't at City in your first spell long enough because Kendall came in mm-hmm. and, no. and he shipped you out, which I remember at the time being totally peed off because now you played under him, haven't you, at uh, Everton. Everton in the 83-84 season. Did you not yeah. get on with him? Why? What was the reasoning? Did he did he sit down and talk to you and say, "Listen, you're off." Or what was the reason, Bish? Well, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened with Howard. I know the City fans. So, I mean, I don't know how you feel personally, but they they had a go because of you know him letting me go. But the thing with Howard, in all in all fairness and all reality, I left Everton because I seen my way blocked. Mm-hmm. He didn't ship me out of Everton. He gave me my debut, which, funny enough, was against Man United. And we drew that one each, and that was the only game I played. But it was a case of me realising when I had Bracewell, Reed, Sheedy, Trevor Stephen, Kevin Richardson in front of me, you know, and that was the beginning of them becoming the top team in in the league at 85, 86, around about that time. Yeah. So for me, it was about playing football, and it, I, I just sort of seen me way blocked, and I figured, you know, Carlisle. But, but strange enough, mate, the Carlisle thing, I don't know if people realise this, but I ended up playing at Main Road for Carlisle when I was 20. Right. And, and scoring a header. It's two so now. people, me diving header at Main Road was my first header. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was against City. We was won it? 3 1 at Main Road. Can't remember that one. <laughs> well, you dig in the archives, son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think YouTube goes that far back, Bish. Still got your beat the match there in the corner, mate. Kendall came in. Did you not yeah. get on with him? He came into my pub once, Howard, <clears throat> when he had me pub in Southport. Yeah. And uh, one, one of his scouts used to come in and he said, Oh, Howard lives in Formby. He wants, he wants to come and see it. I said, Oh, that's fine. So I was sitting in my office doing the paperwork. Yes, I did do the numbers and stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah, Amazing. Don't be, me, don't be looking at me like that. <laughs> I don't believe you, but go on. So, <laughs> so anyway, well, I was colouring in. Now, now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. So anyway, my manager comes comes in and he goes, Bish, Bish, because we wasn't open for another half an hour. He's gone, Bish, Bish, and he was an Everton fan. He went, Bish, you got to come out now. Somebody's here to see you. I went, who is it? He went, just come out now. Somebody here to see you. I said, I'm just finishing up. I'll be out in 10 minutes, whoever it is. He went, no, you've got to come now. You've got to come now. And then I walked out uh, and I seen it was out. I went, oh, 
don't tell me you've come to sell me to another pub. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So anyway, we, we sat down and he told me about um, about what he put in his book and that, about getting death threats from the City fans. And he said, Bish, honestly, I never realised how popular you was. Very. You know, so, I mean, he sort of came to terms with the way the City fans thought about me. And, and in all honesty, mate, um, just, be, you know, not long before he passed away, was the first time me, him and Mark Ward were in the same room. Really? Now, and, that, that's a room I would have loved to have been yeah. in. Yeah. Mate, well, well, I'll tell you the truth. It, it wasn't a... It was a great day, but it was it was Andy King's funeral. So oh, right. it was okay. all the Everton lads from that era and Howard and, and Wardy and, and myself. But the first time we'd all been in the same room and we sat and, and talked about it. And he actually said to me, he said, Bish, I didn't want to sell you. He said, I asked Peter Swales for money and he wouldn't give me it. Well, that's he a said, surprise. Well, he said, I, wa- I wanted, <laughs> that's like asking Ian Brightwell to buy you a pint. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> He said to me then, he said, you know, uh, I wanted Wardy and I asked Lou Macari who he wanted. He said, and the only way I could get Wardy was if I, if I let you go because Lou wanted you. And he said, I really seen you as a foil for Wardy, as somebody who was going to feed him and, and it would have worked well together. And he said, just the, the need for Wardy and the need to stay up, you know, I probably needed more of a little battler than, than a playmaker. Mm. And I, I said, well, fair enough. But you know the strange thing about it is when I asked Lou about it, Lou McCarty, he said, Bish, he said, I didn't want Wardy to leave. He said, and I looked at that City team and I thought, who can I say where he'll definitely say no and Wardy will stay? <laughs> <laughs> so he said me and I would say, yeah. Let, do you know what? Let's let's talk about the the second coming as well because, you know, a lot of times people say don't go back once, you know, to a club once yep. you've left. Obviously, you know, you you know that feeling that all the City fans had for you, it must have been mutual because, yeah. you know, you loved coming back and playing for the club again. Well, what had happened was, um, I with, with my testimonial with Ari, I'd said to H, like, uh, he actually came to me and said, Bish, don't have a full year of it. Just have a game at the end. And I said, hey, that's like me saying to you, give me 250 grand yeah. right now. Off he you said, dog. no, because you're going to have dinners, you're going to have golf days, and the boys are going to be drunk for a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, he, he had a valid point now, Bish. Yeah, he did. Well, he did, yeah, but, but we were anyway. So <laughs> my testimonial wasn't going to make a difference. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, true. I said to him, okay, look, how about this? Um... You give me a free transfer if I find a club and I'll get out your face, you know, yeah. and there'll be no testimonial. But don't get me wrong, I love West Ham and if things had been different round about then, you know, I would have liked to have stayed and finished my career. Me and Harry weren't seeing eye to eye at the time. Right. Mainly because he didn't like the way I lived my life. Yeah. And, and I didn't like the way he didn't live. He didn't like the way I lived my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, there was never going to be an agreement there. Yeah, no, no, there no. wasn't, mate. No, that, that's for certain. <laughs> so, but, but you know what? I didn't, I didn't do it untoward. I, you know, I, I said to him, look, the day I don't do it on a Saturday, take my shirt off me, you know, don't, don't play me. And I don't believe I let him down or the West Ham fans down mm-hmm. in the nine years I was there, mate. So, you know, you don't play 300 games and... And you're not at a one club for nine years. Don't live your life properly and giving everything to the cause. Yeah. So anyway, so, so I'm... <laughs> Lo and behold, I'm out in London with the lads having a pint and my missus phones and she says, you've got to come home now. 
which she always said anyway. And I never, <laughs> I never used to listen. <laughs> but she went, no, this time you've really got to come home. Um, you've had a phone call from, I think it was Mick Maguire, right. who was best friend. I think he was working with the PFA at the time. And uh, he went, Joe Royal wants to speak to you. Now, almost down, almost on the brink of, of being down. Yeah. And I wouldn't have come home <laughs> for anybody else. Yeah. Except Joe. I mean, from London, from the pub. Yeah. <laughs> we get that, bitch. <laughs> I, I got home. I got home and uh, spoke to Joe. Yeah. And he said, look, he said, uh, I'd like you to come and sign. And that was it. I wouldn't have left West Ham for any other club. I didn't care what division it was in, um, what it was going to be in. It was Man City. And and I think I said at the time in the press, I have unfinished business. Because yeah, you did. Yeah. Yes, yeah, my first spell, you know, and um, you know, I went to see Joe. It was a Tuesday night. The reserves were playing a poor fail. I drove straight up there, and uh, I, I discussed the terms with him and the fact that I'd done the deal with Harry about no no transfer fee. Yeah. Oh, he was willing to make up some of my money that I was giving up um, for my testimonial year, and it was Man City, so. Uh, I agreed to deal with him. Now I have to make a phone call to Harry and tell Harry I've signed for Man City. Uh, I make the phone call and he goes, all right, Bish. I'm going, yeah, all right, H. He goes, what's happening? I go, I've signed for Man City. He said, no, you haven't. You can't. I said, well, yeah, I can. He said, if I find myself a club, you won't ask for a transfer fee. He said, I, how am I going to explain that to the chairman? I said, Harry, we had a discussion on, on the training ground and you shook me hand. I said, stick to your word. I said, I want this move and I'm not going to come back without being done. And he, he just said, is that what you really want? I mean, the sad thing about it, mate, I never got to go back and say goodbye to the, yeah. to the fans. Mm. After nine even, years as well. Yeah, after nine years. It was sad. It was sad in a way. So it was about football. You know what? I love asking these stories as well. I've asked a few people who played in that amazing game, but what are you, what are your memories of the celebrations afterwards of the, uh, of the, of that Wembley victory? Well, well, the thing is, like I said about Inchy with the, with the five, Dickie slide on his knees mm. and Dickie's one of my best friends in the whole world, mate. Mm. Yeah. And I think I came on and, and went on the stage and I actually reenacted it in my club <laughs> on the stage. <laughs> yeah, you did it, C Square, yeah. So envious of that picture. I mean, okay, Man and Lakey's is great, but I'm so envious of his picture and what it meant and yeah. and, and, and how it turned not only ours, but the club itself's fortunes around, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. To, to me, though, the biggest memory was looking up into the stands and seeing my little boy. You know, he, 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 he travelled down. I, I actually spent the weekend in London and didn't go back on the bus with the lads, which which I sort of regretted. I was going to say, yeah, did you regret yeah, it? Yeah, but I think it was a Sunday and the Monday was bank holiday. So on the Monday, we were with our neighbours in London and I just got this, I had this hollow feeling. And I just I said to me, missus, I said, look, I've got to go. Dickie's having a barbecue. And all the lads are going to be there. I've got to go. Amazing, so amazing. She went, she went, go on then. I jumped in a cab, left there and the kids and my neighbours. Jumped in a cab, went to Houston. There was a train at two o'clock, I remember. I didn't even have time to buy the ticket. I was running, and jumped on the train. I thought, I'll get the ticket on the train, you know? Yeah. And... Uh, I went down to buffet bar, got got myself a couple of cans of beer, sat down at a table with not not the table, you know, with the pull down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw the head a little bit. I just thought I'll have a quiet journey, I'll get there, get to Dickies, I'll buy me ticket on the train, whatever. Anyway, these blue shirts kept going by and then the yellow and dark blue stripes and I'm like, Okay, okay. I didn't look up. 
And then all of a sudden, this person stands there. It was, a, it was the groundsman from Platt Lane. He went, Pish, there's three carriages full of City fans down here. I went, all right, I'm coming down. Brilliant, Amazing, brilliant. Amazing. Did what you go in, that? yeah? What was it like, mate? Carnage. Oh, right. I went and bought two trays of lager. Yes. I carried them, carried them down the aisle to the to the... To the car, and as soon as it got in, mate, it, it just erupted. Amazing, oh, amazing. There was people hanging out of the baggage racks and <laughs> laying up there. He was on dancing on the tables. I remember seeing the conductor coming in and just turning away and walking away again. So you technically you didn't pay for your ticket then? I didn't. I bunked on, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. So make a note of that noise. Let's get right, in touch okay, with British Rail. Do you know what, as well? That, it sounds like that pretty much, uh, that must have made made Dickie's uh, barbecue a bit a bit crap after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a come honest, down. <laughs> I know. To be honest with Dickie, like, you know, he, he didn't know, nobody knew I was coming, so... Um, I remember getting off. One of the fans had said to me, where are you going? Because the train went into Macclesfield, I think. Right. I think he lived in Bowden. I said, I've got to make my way to, to Bowden. He went, look, my dad's picking me up. Jump in with us. We'll, we're not going that way, but we'll take you down there. Amazing. Yeah, so they, they took me to Bowden. I swear. You know when you come... Have, have you got a dog? You know when you come home yeah. and your dog sees you? The lads. But inside, yeah. I, I shouted. I got outside Dickie's house and he had a... He had a three-foot fence, so he, he obviously couldn't see over it. Couldn't see over a one-foot fence. <laughs> yeah. I shouted his name right outside, and he come jumping over the fence and jumped on me. Brilliant. Down on his front lawn, mate. It was brilliant. Amazing. I mean, we, were, we were roommates for three years as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you had that reunion, didn't you, Bish? I mean, I remember Kevin Harlock telling me that you had that, and I saw it at Sean Goater, and didn't you do that whole everyone, reunion? Yeah, everyone there. was there on the stage. It was amazing. Brilliant, mate. It was well. That was the week that was in football, wasn't it? Yes. That, that was. I got back on the Saturday. Uh, West Ham's last game against Southampton. They won three 0 I'd done a Q and A in the morning, which was was brilliant with about two hundred West Ham fans. I went to the game. I drove to. I came to Manchester on the Sunday. We played Leicester on the Monday, and Vinny scored that goal. Screamer. It was. To be in the stadium, my, my ears are standing up on my arms right yes. now. You, I mean, you always come back and you watch the game now. As as an ex-pro, who are the current players that you look at and think, I mean, apart, I know you're going to say David Silva because everybody does it, but you you would fit in Pep's team now because you're that kind of player that he would he loves, doesn't he? Yeah, my Kevin De Bruyne is the best all-round footballer in the world right now. Yeah. Right. That's and I love, Messi, I love Messi, but all-round footballer, someone who does everything, Kevin De Bruyne is the best. And look, it, I, I think if, if if Pep left Sergio on the field, mm. you know, every game, he's go, he's going to win the, the Golden Boot every single year. Yeah. There's there's nobody like him, mate. I, I can't believe them players were talking about Vinny. You know, even even looking back at Yaya, the the service they gave to the club, you know, and, and yeah. took the club forward, and that they're still there doing it now. You know, Vinny went last year. And and look, there's nothing like it. Trust me, if you if you speak to him, I, I never left any club on bad terms. And to me, that is everything. Yeah. To know that that you've given your all and you've been appreciated, and you may have to move on. You know, there's times because because we can't all all last forever. Just to know that every time you come back, you're gonna you're gonna see smiles and yeah. And for me, it's a case of watching the dads pulling their kids over towards me. And the kids want to go and see the players of today, <laughs> you know. 
It's good it, though. It's, it's I, no, I totally, I totally understand what you mean, and that's that's just going to be something that continues for ages at City. It really is. Mike's touched on it there as well. Like, um, you know, Pep's team at the minute. This se- let's talk about this season a little bit as well. Obviously, yeah. last year City won the domestic treble. It was unbelievable. I mean. Yeah. You know, not too bad this season at all. Still second. It's been, it's been. You know, there is a bit of disappointment. I suppose we've had a lot of injuries. You can, you can try and find excuses and stuff, but we're still in uh, three cup competitions and it's second in the league. Well, Nigel, look, this is this is how far it's come. If you're disappointed with this, this is how far it's come. Mm. That's it. You know, let, let's let's take our hat off to Liverpool as well. You know, it's not just this season. Yeah, oh, they've it's played the phenomenal last... football, Bish. You, you know, it wasn't, yeah. Second in the league and, and being beaten only by one point yeah. by the first team in the league and then taking the Champions League. Look, right now, mm-hmm. I'd switch. I'd yeah. give them the Premier League, which they probably already have, yeah. and, and take the Champions League. Totally yeah. agree. But it's not that, it's not that simple, is it? You know? No. There's a couple of things, just to finish off as well. Obviously, you've got... Probably the best air any City players ever oh, yeah. had. I, Bish, uh, I've got to tell you this. I said to Nige before, if we asked Bish what was the one thing that you remember him by, and Nige just went... Great air. <laughs> See? I said he's got top air. I, I said it. a great pass top with the ball. Yeah. I said a formidable pass with the ball. Nige went, got great air. Yeah, great air. I mean, what, what shampoo do you use, Bish? Well, I never, I never ever got a deal. <laughs> I can't. Do you know what? If you were still playing now, head and shoulders would be all over no, you. Yeah. No, not head and shoulders for Bish. No, beautiful. He'd be doing that advert L'Oreal for Bish. Oh, right. L'Oreal. Because yeah, he's worth it. No, yeah. L'Oreal because head and shoulders was a dandruff. Yeah. <laughs> Bish, listen, thank you so much. All right, uh, for coming I'll see on. You when I come back, eh? Mate, listen, we'll have a beer. But, oh, no, one last thing just before you go as well. We ask everyone who comes oh, yeah, on yeah. City Sausage. Yeah, we always ask this, uh, Bish. We always ask everybody that's been on uh, what is your favourite sausage? I'm not going to say Trevor Morley's. <laughs> it's up to you if you want. <laughs> but that'll get the rumour started. Yeah. So we're saying Trevor Morley's? Oh, well, yeah, go on. Right, Trevor Morley's, brilliant. Either that or one of the ones that Dickoff cooked you that day at yeah, the barbecue. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, tell you what, did you, did you get that one? Yeah, what did he do? I frightened it. No, it's, you know, can we change it to a hot dog? Because I frightened Dickie's missus, didn't I? <laughs> you frightened Dickie's missus? Hot dog, hanging out me, hanging out me flyer. <laughs> so, Dickie. Legend. Right, Bish. listen, Bish, thanks very much for uh, coming on. Uh, obviously, you're uh, we're right near the airport here. The flat's near the airport, so you've got a taxi outside waiting for you, mate. Uh, and it's it's on right, it's on Mike's Uber account, mate. Yeah, it's on mine, mate. So you better, you better change them sheets, then. <laughs> well, don't worry about I that. I told him that two years ago. He's still not listening. Bish, Love you, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Legend. Take care, Bish. All the best, pal. Right, Right, Nigel, every week I offer you the chance to interview one of the biggest players at City. And we always run out of time. I can only apologise, right? But I've checked the timings, I've checked the watch and everything. Okay. I've made a phone call. And we just about got time. We just about got time. It's only Ilkay Gundogan. Thank you very much. So you were Pep Guardiola's first sight. Nigel, Nigel, sorry, sorry. Ilkay, I do apologise. Yeah, I've got. I've just done the t- maths and I've got the timings wrong. You're thick, Mike. I'm not thick. I've got an O level in basic I'm engineering. I'm sick of this. I'm, I'm sick of it. Nige, I'm sorry. We're, let's not have an argument. I'm, I'm sick of it, I'm mate. I'm sorry. So Ilkay, I'm sorry. Uh, Nige, I'm sorry. But I promise you, next time you'll have time. I promise you. I promise, mate. I don't like. Would I let you down? Right. Okay. You promise. <laughs> promise. Right, um, sound. <laughs> sorry. Uh, right. I hope you've enjoyed the show. This episode of the podcast. Massive thanks to everybody that's been on the podcast today. Ian Bishop, thank you very much. Oh, Big Lou, as always, a massive thanks. Brian Kidd as well. 
There's just too many people to thank. Yeah. And Ernie, don't forget Ernie at the beginning of the show. You <laughs> can't forget Ernie. We, we seem to forget Ernie. We can't forget Ernie. Faultless every time. Uh, but listen, uh, the players may be having a winter break, but we are not having a winter break. No, we'll be back very soon. Nice one for listening. Nice one for subscribing. Please share it around with all the City fans and uh, we'll speak to you all very soon. Yep. Say, uh, so from me, goodbye. Say goodbye, Nigel. Goodbye, Nigel. Bernard Sausages, sponsors of the City. Bernard Sausages, the sponsors of the City Sausage podcast. Sorry. Bernard Sausages, sponsors. It's Bernard Sausages, the sponsors of the City Sausage podcast. City Sausage, Bernard podcast. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Manchester City Football Club would like to put on record that it has nothing to do with these two idiots and are in no way associated with the City Sausage podcast. City Sausage Podcast. Follow us at City Sausage on Twitter and Insta.